coming up, Universal has given an update on the closure of their parks. And, well, that left us with not really a lot to talk about. So we're going to answer some questions that have been piling up in our YouTube comments. All that and a lot of fun. From our houses in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 253 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Hi, Rhino. How are you doing today? I'm okay. My back's bothering me a little bit, but other than that, I'm all right. Well, I mean, when you're wearing the holster day in and day out, protecting the No, streets, this, this is on hurting. because of that, yeah. Uh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, it's, yeah, you're not wearing a backpack for those watching. You're, you're I just, straight I, in your back. I feel like I'm in the park, you know? Hey, hey. Wow, that's a good feeling to be at home. But okay, well, how are you doing on uh, self isolation? Going on, going on two weeks of self isolation. You lost your mind yet? Uh, I'm actually all right. Um, tomorrow marks my 14 days of not interacting with another human being, except for obviously Eli. But then um, there's there's one guy that I talk to that lives in my neighborhood uh, who uh, when he walks his dog, but we keep we stay really far apart. So it's not like I'm like walking with him or whatever, but it's just a hello and talk and the, um, but I am, I, I guess I'm fine. I feel like I should be doing more home based things than I am. I, I mean, working, I'm always sitting at this computer and this desk I set up in my loft, but I'm like, I haven't like organized or cleaned or I, so I have a whole list of things I have not even gotten into yet. And I bet part of that hasn't been watching Universal movies. Um, I have been watching some movies. Um, uh, I, I, it wasn't Universal. I guess technically it's a Disney movie again. Now I watched the Power Ranger movie because they did a, the official account did a watch party the other night. And, um, no, I, uh, I don't know. I've just been watching random movies, so I'm not sure if one of them was Universal. I don't think so. I don't think I've cracked into that yet, but I do have some ready to go. This, like, this stack on this shelf right here, those are all, like, purchased but haven't been watched yet okay okay you gotta get on the universal love right now you gotta once we get back over to the walt disney world show and all that other stuff then you can talk about disney but right now we're gonna keep it universal friendly and happy so uh not not really a lot of banter to talk about in terms of universal right now because again the parks are still currently closed hence why we are doing these shows remotely from our homes so uh there hasn't been any universal really in our lives for for a little bit now besides just the thinking and longing and hoping to one day be back in in those parks and city walk i mean pretty much city walk pretty much i just i'm really like craving all the food that i can't have right now i'll never oh take gosh. who hash for granted ever again 
I know. I was just looking at my. You can't see it in the shot if you're watching, but my who hash can is like on the top shelf here, and I was like, you know, I've got some cauliflower tots. I could put it in there and make a put it in there and then make a make a whole make a make a faux universal day for myself. But I, I am actually really well. I'm craving. Um, what do you think is going to be the first place you eat at at Universal when it reopens? Do you have a place where you're like, oh, I'm really, I've had this itch to eat there? Mm, that's that's a question. Honestly, I would say it would probably, if I had to really justify like one item, I would probably say that greasy, disgusting mess of a burger that I had at twosome the last time because mm. like yeah. that's the one thing that i'm really missing with all of this is that like we i i don't bake my own bread i'm not i've i'm not good at baking bread i've tried many times in the past i know it's one of those simple things that anyone should be able to do i just cannot i i am i don't terrible. think it's that simple it's the the patience of it, the using the yeast and mixing it all together, and then letting it sit and rest long enough and rise to the right level. Like I'm just, I'm not good at baking in general. Like I can bake a casserole, and that's like oh, I, I do love casseroles. I may cook. I'm not a baker, so like stuff like bread is really I have to buy bread that's already made, and like all the buns got wiped out at all of the stores really quickly but i was able to get bread that i like so like i've been having a lot of patty melts and mm. stuff stuff like that that's just with regular bread so like i am craving being able to have like just a really greasy disgusting cheeseburger like on a good brioche bun and just like get decked out into it so whether it's that or nbc i want to or- go to nbc that's the one i've been like i don't know why it's just something about I want to go have a beer, not at my house, but somewhere. And I think whenever I think about like having a drink and a meal, I always think about NBC at Universal at City Walk for some reason. Just always drawn to that. It's been on my mind, too. And then I've even thought about, again, on the burger realm. I'm really hooked on burgers right now. But I was even thinking about uh, how Universal's Impossible Burger that we had at Richter's that was just like creamy and really, really hit the spot. I'm... I'm all over the place right now, but oh, that was a good question. That was a good question of what was the one thing we're looking most forward to to eating when we get back there. Drinking. Well, I feel like, you know, yeah, I mean, I do that plenty in my house. In fact, I have to monitor myself not to become a sitting alcoholic, but um, because that's where I'm at. I I just mentally psych myself out, and then I'm like, if I'm this concerned about it, it, chances are probably low I'm not going to become one, but but I'm still like, you know, I physically, like, uh, but I've been, I've just been thinking like, you know, I think about like the gatherings of Universal and the experiences that you have while you're there and you eat and dine and, uh, you know, you see, keep seeing people pop up like Disney snacks that they're missing here and there. But I was like, you know, I've really got a craving for Universal right now. I'm like, like you said, who hash? I was thinking about the tots. I was thinking about, um, I was thinking about NBC. I was thinking about the, um, uh, the old fashions from Toothsome, because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't have chocolate whiskey at my house or even the bitters to do that with. So, and I, I am in that mode where I'm feeling bad. Like, if it's not something I really need, I don't want to order it through the mail. So, I've been very, very cautious about that stuff. So, um, although 
uh, unlike you, I, I do the same with bread. They like froze some bread, but I've also been thinking I'm gonna this I'm gonna take this opportunity to learn how to make it. So I've been trying to get the ingredients for it, but yeast is apparently a difficult find at a grocery store, but yeah yeah it's it was there the first time i went to the grocery store and before all this got like really elevated and i should have i should have bought some just for practicing but i i chose instead to get just the bread that i needed and i'd freeze it and you know let someone else who's more confident in bread making make their own bread but one of the things that i definitely like it's something i can't say like oh i'm really excited to uh to to go back and finally have it because we haven't had it yet but i was when i was looking for stuff we could talk about on this week's show i didn't realize that that universal had released like at the beginning of march one of their uh, articles listing off all the food that you would find at dockside when it opened oh and, oh yeah 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 and as i was scrolling through i was like Okay, some of this stuff looks really good. The only thing I was yeah. like, I was not on board with was that their avocado toast. They are, it's a vegan avocado toast that is like using a lot of nut ingredients with it. And to me, I was just like, oh, like because they, you know, they want cheese on it, so they're putting cashew cheese on it. And I'm like, I, I, I don't have a problem with with uh, with nuts and nut allergies but like my wife has a nut allergy yeah. and she loves avocado toast so like right there that dish is completely out because i don't that's you know. weird i don't ever have cheese on my avocado toast that's a weird addition i feel like i don't know maybe maybe it is yeah. normal i don't know where i've been uh, has it, no but. It, it's not normal i've been to two places where they've just put like it's been sprinkled on top but not like really consisting in cheese um it's just, but it's I, i've seen it I've seen it once or twice here and there, so uh, I guess it's uh, different for different people and such and tastes and all that. But yeah, so I, ugh, I we're not talking about it. if we need something to really talk about next week. Maybe we'll go through and we'll do one of our one of our classic episodes where we criticize every single description and and look of the menu items. But uh, for this week, we've got a lot to talk about and uh, including giving you that update. Like we said, you know, 10 minutes into the show, finally talk about it. But uh, it's no surprise at this point. It's the news has been out for a while. Orange County is basically on. Yeah, it's a bucket of booze. (laughs) (laughs) I just I looked up the article you said. Now I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) yeah. Maybe that's that's next week's show. We'll go through that in hopes that we'll be able to have the food soon. But, uh, yeah, so Orange County, of course, the county that Universal Orlando is in, we are on lockdown until uh, technically April 9th, I believe, is the, the official date on there. So uh, that's only essential places are open during that period of time. That would not include the theme parks if the theme parks were open anyways. But uh, that kind of brought in the question for universal and the other theme parks what are they going to do because uh, they said that they would stay closed through march 31st and then reevaluate as was needed so uh, with universal they didn't they didn't even make it to march 31st before they decided to reevaluate and they decided that they would stay closed through april 19th so at this point in time no universal orlando until at the earliest, probably April 20th. Again, anything could change, and they could open up early if all of this just disappears, like it's part of the movie yesterday, and everyone forgot who the Beatles were. Uh, in this case, I guess everyone would forget about Are the Beatles the, the coronavirus? 
it, you know, it's a loose, it's a loose comparison. But I'm, I'm saying maybe, who knows? Maybe we all wake up tomorrow and only one person remembers that this is happening in the world and the disease is gone and doesn't exist and everything's just fine. But uh, I don't see that as happening. So chances are Universal Orlando will officially remain closed through April 19th. Uh, I'm, we're not going to get in the speculation game on this, really, but I'm expecting I, I still have that gut feeling that this is all going to be close through the end of May. But yeah, through the again, end of May. Not, oh, OK, hey, definitely through the end of April. I think, you know, I think through I the mean, end of May, I think we're in a we're in a situation right now and not to get into it too much, like you said, but uh, where. Uh, it's great that uh, these theme parks, like Universal, took these measures. And uh, what I what I really love about Universal is they're very communicative about it, and pretty early on that bandwagon, uh, you know. And they they have a Facebook group um, for annual pass holders too, where they share a lot of that information. Um, but it's it, it it we're so Florida being in the two week lockdown. Like, you got to think about these theme parks as being a place where everybody comes to. So, like, if other places haven't shut down yet, this seems like a scary a scary thing where I feel like we're, we're waiting for everybody else to really isolate themselves now so that we can all get back to it. You know, like we've said before, you know, the sooner we all just, you know, everybody, we can all come to an agreement on something and just hunker down, then the sooner we can get back to start, start uh, opening stuff up slowly and safely, you know. Yep. So it's we'll we'll just have to still wait and see when it's going to be. But uh, I, uh, you know, I'm it's I I'm sure everyone else has different opinions on it, and yeah. we are all all valid in the way we're thinking right now. And that's you know my opinion doesn't mean any more than anyone else's. I am not an expert in any of this. I'm just I'm telling what my gut feeling is on on this entire situation. Just something. Something has been sitting in me that's saying, yeah, saying May in the end of May, but who knows? I'm, I'm also not, you know, breaking out my tarot cards and and getting my crystal ball out and going Wait. up to Casadega and getting told you haven't when gotten there yet. Happening. No, no, not yet. So, oh. so some of us crack so much earlier in this. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, where do you where do you store your tarot cards? I don't have a good place for mine, so I don't know where they're at even. Back pocket, ready to go. Lay that out for you. The cards. It's, the it, cards. See, this would be a perfect time for Miss Cleo to come back. So we could call her <laughs> to get our free psychic read. And we I could think know she what's going to happen away. with any of this. Oh, really? I, I thought maybe she didn't. Maybe she's still around. If she did, Hopefully. I feel terrible. But uh, I, I just assumed that times had changed and the need for TV psychics was going downhill so why, why maybe we need them out now more than ever <laughs> craig she did pass she passed four years ago oh well you're still in our well, hearts miss cleo still in our hearts yeah well with that why don't we get onto those questions that i mentioned at the top of the show and start answering some of those and uh, i felt like i had to choose the correct question that we kind of uh, as uh, the correct question is the first question that we uh, would talk about today and we kind of already discussed it a little bit last week i want to say so uh it's not going to spend a ton of time on it 
but Mac Clark asked, will Universal announce any HHN houses while their domestic resorts are temporarily closed? I think that that is going to turn into a situation of uh, as soon as it they get a better idea of when they will actually be able to reopen, then they will start thinking about making those announcements because, yeah. you know, someone does have to think about worse, 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 worse case scenarios and say like, okay, well, down, down the road in, you know, when September, when Halloween Horror Nights is supposed to start, you know, if, if we're still under this, oh. this, these September. issues, then, then yeah, Halloween Horror Nights starts in September. I thought it was like even earlier this year. Is it just the first week of September? Is that what they said? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're not crazy. Get like it Sorry. I would be okay if they were. If they would want to start in August, I would be more than happy with that. But oh yeah, I know. Uh, I wish. Maybe it was wishful thinking on my part. <laughs> I think. I think a little wishful thinking on your part, but. Yeah, I don't, you know, once they get a grasp on when they're going to be able to reopen, I think that's when announcements like that are going to be made. Uh, announcements about the official debut of the Born uh, Stuntacular, uh, when they'll start accepting guests at Dockside and in, and in suites. Uh, I, I think all of that will start to rule out once they actually have a firm grip on when things are going to go back to normal. However, that being said, I think with the idea that the event's still going to happen and that they can still get people hyped up and keep booking those vacation packages right now when they really when they really need people to keep planning on coming down. I think right now if they have some of those ideas and concepts in place for like the original houses, it would be a really good time to maybe drop one of those. Yeah. So I, I can understand holding back on the movies because right now, you know, with the rights to some of these movies, especially they, they usually like to announce uh, a movie kind of towards the beginning that is is something that is relevant to this year. And with now the, the entire question of what's happening with the movie industry because of all of this and affecting box office and stuff, you know, if it's a movie that is not owned directly by universal it might be a lot more of a negotiation now getting that final secured rights in for the product even though they might have already started working on the concept and pitches and ideas for the houses they might this might have screwed up some negotiations for stuff like that but whereas the original ideas you know we we did our interview with with um well i don't remember do we do ours with patrick brayard for our HHN interview? I don't remember his name. I think it was with Patrick. We did it. I remember the you know, interview. I just about, can't remember. Yeah. 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 I want to I wanna say it was Patrick, but I, I don't have it sitting in front of me, so I can't even look. But, you know, we, they with the originals, you know, it's sometimes it's it creeping in the back of their mind for years that they want to bring back this original or one that gets passed over that year and might resurface again. So... You know, I, I don't know how far along they're in the process with some of these. We know they usually get started for this, like this year's event. They would have got started before even last year's event really kicked off and got into full swing. So I, I think that I think that it would be nice to even get like a an original house concept put out there if the event's canceled for some reason and they're not using any of it, any of it. At least you don't have to get people 
too excited for something that that might not have ever happened like with a with a movie or a tv show perhaps but with an original concept at least it it whets the appetite well there's the scary idea too where you think we think about halloween being so far away in the latter half of the year and hopefully life would be back to normal by then uh but it's like you know give or take a couple days it's april so april may june july august like that's it you know and that's that's kind of one of those things where you're like it's not but the crazy thing about halloween horror nights too is i know that what we learned from our interview and stuff like that is that planning really goes starts as soon as everything's locked in for was locked in for 29 they started planning for 30 so 30 was you know that stuff has started to happen i'm sure and go but it's one of those things where i'm just i'm curious to see i i this is my little light at the end of the tunnel thing that i'm hoping for with with universal so i'm hoping the event doesn't get canceled understandably so if that were like a worst case scenario or something like that but i think that they're gonna be pretty aggressive about trying to make it happen so just get nervous you know Oh, I completely understand. But just to put into context for last year, last year the first house announcement was on March 27th, and that was the the Stranger Things house. Oh, so okay. So we're not March even... March 27th. Okay. Yeah. So we're and like right, then, uh, right around that time then. So it's, you know... Yeah, and April 12th was Nightingale's Nightingale's Blood Pit... And then April 29th was Universal Monsters. So just to give you an idea on it, and I have no doubt, just, uh, you know, I I know that while Universal might be shut down, but talks are still happening, meetings are still happening, I have no doubt that everyone is, with Universal Creative and stuff, is still discussing everything happening with Halloween Horror Nights right now. The only thing that would be stopped is is actual physical construction and builds and things like that in terms of ideas, concepts, what they can work on. Uh, you know, even stuff like they can take home, like, oh, well, let's listen to sounds and try to come up with ideas for that. Like, all that stuff can still be happening. So I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about them not having enough time to get Halloween Horror Nights ready. It's more about what is going to be the state of the world in in during the Halloween season. But uh, following off that question, I will be hers asked any HHN house speculation or houses you hope make an appearance this year. Rhino, any mm-hmm. any speculation or hopes? I don't know. I was trying to think of something new, and um, they kind of used up to Stranger Things. So we we don't have any Stranger Things left. Mm-hmm. So I I was kind of hoping there'd be more of that, but I feel like if they do it, it would be too repetitive. Um, uh, you know, every year I say it. You know, I want a Gremlins house, and every year, yeah, I know it probably won't happen, but um. I don't know. I, I the only like we we started to talk about it a little bit before the show, and the only like scary movie that's really kind of stuck out in my head recently. I know Blumhouse had Fantasy Island, but how would you even do that? I guess, or maybe I guess it would it could work. But I think about the Invisible Woman or Invisible Man, excuse me. Um, you know, but then like they kind of made that joke during uh, last year for Universal Monsters about how uh, the Invisible Man was in that house. And you're like, ha, ha, ha. So I don't, I don't know. But I could see them maybe exploring that route since I feel like Universal Monsters was a pretty big success. 
Yeah, and so I I think it's actually a shoe in. I don't I don't know how they do the house. I still haven't seen the movie yet. I did not get to it. Oh in my gosh, you did! Oh happened. my gosh, it was only it's out so good. for like it's so three good. weeks, and I, I kept every time I bought a ticket, I just ended up canceling it just for one reason or another. So I didn't see it in theaters and. I before I pay the money to watch it on demand at home, I want to make sure that like I have like maybe even we're recording this on a Friday, so I want to make sure like okay, this weekend I I need I know that I'm not working at all this weekend maybe, so I will definitely buy it so I know I get to watch it in that 48 hour time I, period that you have. Oh yeah, cuz you have the 2 days, but I'm waiting for the disc because it, for me it's definitely a purchase and I don't want to tell you to wait for that because I know you love you know, the Universal Monsters, and this kind of falls into that realm a little bit, but I I enjoyed it, and it is a sh- it is a shame that you couldn't see it in a theater, because it's one of those movies where you don't, I don't necessarily think of like it as being like, oh yeah, big movie theater movie, but it the sound of this movie is really in- intriguing, so they could do some cool stuff, but it's not a lot of jump scares either, which I really appreciated. Yeah, that's the, that was the hardest part, is that I... The week that it came out, I was busy every single day that week, and it came down to like the last, the very last screening that they had in Dolby. I had a ticket for it, and because oh, if yeah. the movie's out in Dolby, then I assume that sound design is very important, and that's how I want to see it. And it got mm-hmm. to that last day, and then I had to cancel my ticket for uh-huh. the very last showing. So then it just, it wasn't about not wanting to see the movie. It just, it was a lot harder to get motivated to actually go out and see it when I had other stuff I could do that might have been a better use of my time anyways. But I no, I cannot. I, I am really excited to watch it. That's where it gets to the point, too. It's already out that I could stream it on demand if I wanted to. But at the same time, if I only have to wait like another three weeks and I can get a physical disc of it, I'm going to I'm yeah. going to go that route, too. I mean, listen, if you look closely, well, no, it's out of frame on my shot here if you're watching, but uh, just above. I have Figment there, and then I think it's... I I can't remember what movies are above. I think random Disney movies. But the top of that shelf is my Universal Classic Monsters movies. And, uh, you know, I I can... I do not have the Wolfman, the Benicio Del Toro (gasps) Wolfman on there. But I do have the Tom Cruise Mummy. So I... Oh, my gosh. How do you have that one? I support support all monster movies. And one day, when I'm randomly... What's that? I was just going to say, okay, then you definitely need to buy it if you have the Because at first I was like, oh, maybe you don't like new generation versions of the movies. And I'm like, this is easily their best one they've done for the for that whole re-envisioned versions, you know? Yeah. No, one day when I'm walking past a Best Buy $5 bin and I see the Wolfman in there, I will <laughs> I will also purchase that. So it's not like I have an aversion to it. I support I support whatever they want to do if it means I get more, but uh, I'm it's not I'm not going out of my way for it. But I think the Invisible Man is definitely a shoe in, you know, because uh, produced by Blumhouse and it's yeah. It was very successful for Universal while it was in theaters, and I have to assume that it's it's done well enough on home demand streaming. I know that's that's going a little shaky from a couple articles that I read, but I think that was more speculative than anything else. So maybe it's going okay for them, maybe it isn't. But I'm going to say no on Fantasy Island because that was kind of a bomb all the way around. Yeah, and so 
I think that even if they had a notion in the back of their mind to do one with Fantasy Island, when it bombed, they probably had a plan to like say, yeah. okay, let's throw this out and do something else. Uh, the Purge, there's another Purge movie coming out this year. I know. What? So, is there? Yeah, there is. Yep. And maybe, so maybe it won't be a house, but potential for another scare zone. Uh, with it's the just purge, such an easy, I, easy one for them to just shoe in, you know? Yeah. Um, and then one that I know is going to be released on demand. I'm not sure if it hasn't yet, but it was scheduled for a theatrical release and got all screwed up with this. And it got screwed up after some shootings, uh, uh, some of the recent shootings that happened in the past year, too. But the other horror movie, The, the Hunt, did you did you That hear did about come that? out in the theaters. No, that was out oh, in the movie theaters. It? It came, yeah, because Nicole, Nicole went to see it. She texted me about it, said it was interesting. Um, yeah, that that came out, I want to say, like the week before Invisible Man or something. It was right around that time because there was it was the big thing where they were saying it was going to come out in the theaters, but it was going to be really short. Basically, you had to like see it right away. Um, but it was the movie that everybody had talked about, but nobody had seen or something like that. That was the big, the big thing. But I haven't seen it yet, no, but I'm familiar with it. Oh, see, I didn't even know that it made it into theaters. I, I assumed that it got screwed up as well, too, with all of this. But uh, I so I just I read a little bit about it because I, I didn't I watched one preview for it and wasn't super interested in it. But, uh, you know, it's a movie basically about people being hunted and mm. it's very political, so that could be the one thing that would keep it out of Halloween Horror Nights. But at the same time, it's a Blumhouse-produced movie, and you know, Universal. I'm pretty sure Universal distributed it. I, I could be wrong about that, but since they have the first look on Blumhouse, I would assume that that would just be a shoe-in. But uh, at the very least, a relationship with Blumhouse that would that would make you think that that it would definitely be something that could be looked at with it at the very least, if not for a house, but a scare zone. Um, it's we're we're in a 20 year or a two year. So that means that it's been this year. It will officially have been two years since the last Halloween house that we had, which was Halloween four. Uh, well, and the that, there's a Halloween Myers. movie coming out in October. Exactly. So yeah, potentially, yeah, yeah, I look, I think, I think definitely something Halloween, whether it is continuing with Halloween 5, Halloween 6, one of the other Halloween movies, or the finally doing a house on the 2018 Halloween. Like, I, I could see any of those being a possibility. Well, I, um, I've been thinking, you know, because last year was 80s themed and then it was 80s themed again before that. I, think, I bet they tiptoe into the 90s this year. Yeah. So I wonder if, like they'll finally do a scream house or something. You know, what was, what was the big horror movies in the nineties? Cause also 30 years ago was 1990, right? Oh God, no. Was it? Yeah. The math was right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, no, that is correct on there. Uh, well, that was the only thing too, because, uh, I will be hers asked, what do you hope makes an appearance? I have never been to an event where they had a dedicated standalone, uh, Freddy Krueger house for a nightmare on Elm street. I, of course, was there for the year that it was Freddy versus Jason, but I've never seen, yeah. I've never seen Freddy Krueger on his own. So I would actually really love if because you know they there's always something that they try to pull in that's a classic horror style movie, whether it was The Shining yeah. or or The Exorcist or 
or Texas Chainsaw Massacre, whatever. I would love, I would love Ghostbusters last year, correct? And I, I would love for it to be, for it to be a nightmare on Elm Street. I would also love, I've said it last year, I will say it every year, kind of like you do with Gremlins. I would love a Haunting of Hill House house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, that there's that another version be, of that series coming out, right? There is. There's a. There's going to be a part two. So I would also. I was one of the few people out there who was a true fan of uh, of Doctor Sleep. So I would love. I would love Doctor Sleep represented, if possible, as well. Too. I would. There's lots of stuff that I would love. Uh, you actually just said one that like. Oh, I, I'm. Do you think there'll be another Ghostbusters house? Maybe not back to back. We'll we'll move on to the next question. This one's from Christian, and Christian says, "What does the new expansion park look like these days? Just dirt still." Yep. Yeah. Big old. I think so. It's <laughs> dirt, dirt and dreams. That's what I like to say. That's a little bit of dirt, a lot of dreams. So uh, we'll just uh, move on. This next one's not really a question per se, but it was in response to our episode that we released last week of what do we expect when. When Universal reopens, uh, Ethan was uh, almost a, a little bit uh, on the gruff side of this, but Ethan said that when Universal reopens, that Ethan expects the pile of garbage and annoying Dora and Diego meet and greet characters to be phased out of Universal Studios Florida when it officially reopens so they can ditch them for Paw Patrol characters and later this year would introduce a new Trolls unit replacing Dora in the Superstar Parade. That seems very angry, but I I feel like there was not a question in there, but a discussion in there with, uh, with... what they were talking about. So I'm not sure if something like Dora the Explorer is uh, is still relevant to kids out there. I feel like it is. I, I swear I see, especially with the fact that the live action movie came out last year or this past year. I can't remember when. I feel like it still has some importance to it. Uh, but But with the new Trolls movie coming out, do we think that, you know, between how how popular the trolls meet and greet characters were when they debuted based with a new movie coming out. Do we think we're, we're about to hit troll fever coming up here soon with troll additions throughout the park? Um, I mean, I think that was kind of, uh, I think that was inevitable. Cause I feel like people really responded well to that troll that farts the glitter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like, well, I guess it depends how well this movie does. That is still, Trolls, I think, is one of the ones is the first movie to have a day of date like VOD. And I know that people are uh, well, cinema exhibitors are incredibly unhappy about it. Um, And like I read an article where they were like, we will not forget this universal. So this could potentially change or something. But that movie is still supposed to come out in like a week. So I don't know. Um, But I I think, um, you know, that's a that's a. If the movie's even halfway de- decent, now that's their, their they'll have the illumination stuff and trolls. What is trolls a part of? Just Sony what animation. Do you mean? Wh- no, who makes that? Who animates that movie? DreamWorks. Oh, DreamWorks. Okay, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, so they've got. It's all, it's, I mean, I. Yeah, I think it, so. it's all theirs to use. 
So it's that's why it's in cinematic celebration. They could easily add it to the superstar parade. They could Yeah. There could be an attraction for it for all they care. So I don't I wouldn't mind it. The first one wasn't terrible. It wasn't the worst thing I watched ever. I still haven't seen it. That's a good time to watch it right now when you're doing nothing else. It's a good background movie. Maybe. Just listen to Maybe. the music. Yeah. But interesting, interesting. So that leads to the next question uh, that kind of bounces off other questions. But uh, Jack Rabbit said, with classic monsters coming to Epic Universe, what happens to Revenge of the Mummy? Will it get rethemed? Will they just keep it? Or will it get replaced? I th- I mean I think if if it were going to have been rethemed I think it would have been rethemed had the Tom Cruise mummy movie been successful I bet they would have tried to sh- shoe in a retheme over there but other than that I don't I don't think it'll become one of the other monsters I think it would just they'd wait until they get around to a mummy movie that does well again Yeah and even at that point I don't know I don't know what they do with it. The Mummy, uh, Revenge of the Mummy, kind of lies in this very strange middle ground in the fact that, you know, guests love this attraction. It is not, not that they don't love other attractions, too, that have seen their demise, like Jaws and Back to the Future. But this is one where it's, you know, guests guests do really, really love Revenge of the Mummy, and there is a nostalgia for that that entire series of Mummy movies that were made because they weren't half bad, and they did you know they did well. So there's there's lots of uh, there's lots of reasons to keep it around. On top of the fact that uh, on top of the fact that Revenge of the Mummy, you know, it's it's a quotable attraction that people love, like. You know, and uh, everyone, everyone who is a massive Universal fan always talks about Brendan Fraser and his cup of coffee. So, between True, the movies yeah. being actually nostalgic successes and the the ride being a fan favorite, and also like beyond just normal Universal park goers, then huge Universal fans and pass holders making the ride quotable and such. I feel like to tamper with it unnecessarily would be a big big mistake on universals on universals part so i think even with classic monsters coming to epic universe i think it it stays where it is unless they have something foolproof that could be take it and replace it but even then i feel like i feel like it has to be rethemed because it's not just about it's not just about the mummy that works. It's that entire ride system. The fact that it starts off and is a dark ride with these highly immersive rooms and then has those fun elements like the backwards launch and the launch up the hill and the sudden stop and the flames above. There's just everything that goes into that ride is a reason why it deserves to be staying around at Universal. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not as simple as saying like, oh, let's make it let's make it the trolls version of Rock and Roller Coaster. The trolls are going on a world tour and we gotta get you to this troll concert. Like it can't no. they can't I do think, something stupid like that. No, no, no. No. That would, I mean I I mean the they already have a music themed coaster that they could do that too, but then you'd be like, Well kids can't get on that, so why would they do that? But yeah. And kids can't. I mean, some kids can get on Revenge of the Mummy, but it's still it's it's one of those it's one of those 
attractions, I feel like if it gets to the point where people don't want to ride it anymore because it's too rough, it feels too dated, they let it go. Like, if Universal purposely lets it go downhill because of they want to get rid of it, then I think it'll it'll get to a point where we can let it go. But I think right now it still is just... It is one of the better attractions at Universal Studios Florida. I can't see them just getting rid of yeah. it. I mean, granted, yes, again, they did it for they did it with Jaws, but Jaws also was eight. It was months. breaking down a lot too, right? You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was it was a nightmare to to run Jaws, and you know, it's like the one day I always I've talked about it on the show before. I still laugh about it randomly sometime when we heard over the radio that. All the that a whole bunch of guests got sprayed hydraulic fluid all over them because a hydraulic line snapped on Jaws and was just covering people, so they needed to go out and get clothes for them. Like just stuff like that happened, and there's no argument that as great as Jaws was, that Diagon Alley is better. <laughs> like it's just it's. It also, a, like the mummy has that foot has a very unique footprint in the park where where as and I mean like real estate wise where it's just yeah. in this kind of tucked in area where you're like well it's not it's not really hurting anything by being where it is right so it's not really in the way no. so it's kind of like it's like nestled it's just in the right yeah. spot for to you know keep it going I guess yeah the only the only thing that I think I would like to see go. If Revenge of the Mummy had to go, I would love for them to replace it with the Secret Life of Pets attraction that is going to open in Hollywood when all this blows over. Because the images they shared from that, like, yeah. it looks like they knocked it out of the park with it. And Kylie and I just rewatched Secret Life of Pets too, And I... I like the second one better for- than the first one. I had a lot of issues with the first one. I did not think the first one was a good movie no. at all. I, think I didn't think it was funny. One, no, it wasn't. And it just it didn't have a good flow to it. In the second one, like I, they kept the same style as they did with the first one, but it just felt like they had better episodic tales to tell yeah. in it. It and, felt like it was like two or three really solid short films that they found a way to weave to get like to come together in the end for their three parts and then that but it made it so much more enjoyable. It felt like it moved a lot faster and it was it was funnier. I actually thought the second one was funny. Like Yeah. No, it really was and heartwarming. I so even though I know a lot of people would be heartbroken, it would fit. Like you have New York sitting there. You don't have a lot of real estate. The mummy does. It's tucked in in a nice little place, but they could easily convert that into a secret life of pets area and put the attraction in there. So I'd rather see it. Go, I know it wouldn't make sense because it's called Toon Lagoon, but I'd rather see it over there because, you know, but it's also, yeah, how do you put, I mean, you'd have to get rid of the stage over there and maybe there'd be enough space for it, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would... I would prefer to see it over there too, but I feel like New York it could have a fit. It, the only yeah, problem it, is makes sense. Yeah, the architecture of Secret Life of Pets is so much more. Uh, it, it's so much more cartoony than yeah. the actual true architecture of the New York area that we have at Universal. So that's the only thing. It would it wouldn't really it would clash. Wouldn't fit in seamlessly together. Whereas it, where it's at in Hollywood, it, it's like Despicable Me area yeah and then right up against it also 
from the same creators, you have Secret Life of Pets, so it's this nice flow just from the pictures I've seen since we haven't been there to see it yet, and hopefully soon after it opens. But that's that's our, our questions. We have one final one, I think. Yeah, we'll do one final one here, and it's a simple one to answer. But uh, Myrna asks, do you think Universal isn't as popular as Disney because they don't allow videos on their rides and people don't get as hyped up for them? That's an interesting perspective, but I would say no, I don't think that's part of the case. I think that's probably part of the case for some people, although I'm not saying, but I don't think that I don't think that would sway the sway the, you know, the flow of people drastically. Yeah, yeah I, I think it actually I, I will agree with points of it. I think that the lack of allowing to film on rides at Universal definitely does hurt their advertising arm you know it's Mm -hmm. people people still find a way to put out these videos um you know it was for for like hagrid's you know we were at our media event for it and they did not want us to film on the ride because of the safety issues and stuff with it and so it's like okay but then the ride opened up the following day and you know, they were trying to tell people not to film on rides, but they they filmed anyways and released it. And so that's that's where, you know, that's that's how that happened. So it's like they knew it. They knew that was going to happen. So Universal could have said to the, the partners that they trust for like media events and stuff, they could say, OK, we're going to set it up where we provide you guys with a full ride through to to put out there or we're going to let you actually do it on your own during this time only when we have supervision like they could set it up like that but instead they it just comes down to then guests rogue guests who come in and do it themselves and Mm. you know it's a lot harder with the attractions that do have metal detectors and such like rip ride rocket and the incredible hulk coaster but like you know we we have video on our dis youtube channel of rip ride rocket from before the metal detectors and stuff so it's like you know it's there's still ways that video you know the video still exists somewhere out there that people could watch if they wanted to get hyped up and that's true for a lot of the attractions but i do definitely think that it hurts that you know people want to research these rides and they want they want to relive these rides when they come home so not having them out there easily accessible definitely is it it takes away from it but i don't think that hurts in their popularity well i also think it it it, it does have something to do with you know that this generation of uh of like that you know fomo and all that stuff the fear of missing out social media all those things where you know it it becomes a little more where people are not like oh i wanted to I want to show everyone and make them jealous. I want to do this. And you have less moments like that where you have to live in the moment. So I'm sure that's, you know, you come from Disney and then go there. That's an adjustment. But 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 like you said, I don't know that it's, like I said before, I don't know that it sways, you know, yeah. sways a group of people to go one way or another. I think it's it, it, there is a group of people who are like, well, you, you know, they could be nervous and like, I want to check and see, you know, because people say this or that about it or something. But, you know, I... I don't. I don't know that it change. It would change that much. I don't know if it would, like you said, change the popularity. Yeah, I think it ultimately the popularity comes down to the actual, the actual properties that you find at Universal. If you know, you can't you can't force people to be into Fast and Furious or or The Simpsons or even Harry Potter to an extent. They're, the fans. 
the fans of these all the properties that Universal uses, I feel like are very they have their fan groups, but it's you might not find a person out there who says I am a Universal fan of all of this. Whereas something like Walt Disney mm-hmm. World, Disneyland, I feel like with Disney properties, you're more likely to find a person who says, "No, I just love Disney. I love everything they do, even their worst." The worst movie they put out, I still find enjoyment in watching. I just know it's not as good. Well, it's one of those things that I actually do, you know, it it could affect them one way or another. But it is one of those things that I do actually love about Universal is that it's kind of like they'll make any like they'll whatever movie they want to believe in. They'll make that movie. Whereas I feel like Disney becomes very like it has to meet a very specific parameter you know and Mm -hmm. so for me that can sometimes you know artistically after a while it can be kind of like it's like all kind of the same with just slight fluctuations so you lose a little bit of that artistic edge that i feel like you know when you when it comes to like a film studio universal can take that dive a little bit more because they don't have that that key thing you know and like no studios really do i guess i guess blumhouse is really putting the putting the edge down on horror movies in a very specific type of thing but you know like I that's I think that's very that's a limitation by Disney. You know what I mean? That they can sometimes not tell the truest and best tales through the things that they've put themselves in a corner with. But and I'm sure some people are going to hate that I just said that, but it's true. I mean, you can't you're never going to get a rated R Marvel movie. Really, I'm still waiting to see. But you know, but Universal could have made rated R Marvel movies. You know, yeah. I I think another aspect too that that definitely hurts universal but i see it almost because universal has really took the initiative in building uh with the wizarding world building these these highly intricate themed lands i feel like universal was the first place where i i started to see stuff even way back when in 2010 like universal's building a harry potter theme park and then Diagon Alley gets announced. Universal is building a second Harry Potter theme park. <laughs> Springfield, before that, Universal is building a Springfield theme park. Universal is building a Nintendo theme park. It's that really with Disney, the only time I had ever heard like Disney's building this theme park, it was with Galaxy's Edge and Star right, Wars. Yeah. Univer- Disney's building the greatest Star Wars theme park. Whereas, you like, we know that's not true. If you're a theme park fan, you know these are lands inside theme parks. But the average, you know, the average magazine out there that is writing these articles, they don't know the difference because it's usually someone assigned to write these articles, not yeah. actually people who are necessarily passionate. There are there are those out there who are who try to to set the record straight like our friend Carly who we've we've talked about before and had her on our Walt Disney World show before like it's there are journalists like her who are trying to lead the good fight where she writes for a magazine that is broadcasted to tons of people who are interested in all forms of travel beyond just theme parks and she tries to explain that well no these are lands inside parks not parks themselves but with universal I feel like I see it so often where it's like, come visit the Harry Potter theme park. You have to yeah, see yeah. that. Visit the Simpsons Oh, I want to go to the Harry so that, Potter theme park. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like once they get here, they are kind of, they have that mixed perception. And like, well, this is, this isn't a theme park dedicated to just Harry Potter. It's, it's that. So I think that also hurts too, is when people's expectations 
are not just because of ride-throughs and such like that, just in general reporting and the terminology we use. That hurts Universal's uh, case because the stuff then that people are excited about, those properties, while people might not lose their minds over the thought of going to Toon Lagoon or the Lost Continent, when it comes to something like Harry Potter that they are excited about, and then when they find out it's not a theme park, it's a small, tiny land on uh, on a, the very back of a theme park, then it kind of ruins that that initial expectation for it. If Again, if you're the average person, and I know I'm going to get torn apart for saying the average person, but, well, you know, it's... I th- I think it's also kind of a word of mouth thing, and you got to think that Universal Studios is twenty years younger than Walt Disney World, you know. And then, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so speaking only of the on the you know the East Coast on the of Florida and Orlando, and it's like so there's only been you know I guess there's been a second park there for as long as there's been Animal Kingdom, but it's it's like. Universal has had these different types of finding what it was, and it is in the middle of this like renaissance of like okay, we've really we've we've realized where where our you know thing is with Harry Potter, with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, um, you know, and kind of what they did with Springfield and that stuff, cultivating these experiences in this much more like you said, very detailed way, and really being like, all right, well, we're not going to just do it lightly. We're going to do it for the hardcore fan because we want those people and those people are going to spend a lot of money because of that and that's i feel like they really set the bar on that more um than any other theme park that i've been to you know that i could think of just off the top of my head in terms of being like leaning in very heavily into one specific thing and i think that now now they are gaining this this momentum that started you know 10 10 years ago 10 or 12 years ago um that Harry Potter was definitely the thing that got the ball rolling. And now they're in that moment where they can start, they can really, they're changing the game and the perception of what they were before there was social media and connectivity, the way we've had blow up in just the last five to 10 years. All very good points. All very, very good points to, to the extent that I actually don't have anything to add on top of that. So, Oh, well said. Me neither. (laughs) Thanks. Very good. Well, that's going to wrap it up for our questions then and the answers to the questions that we just gave you. And, of course, uh, every every video I go through all the comments. I don't respond to most of them, but I do read every single one of them. And uh, you make us drink. (laughs) No, I would never say that. But Rhino did. I I read through them all, though, so I pull out the questions as I see them come up. Uh, so even when we're not asking for questions to do our big question and answer episodes, I can still hold them in case it's something that can spur a discussion or be like this, where randomly it just kind of finally added up that we had enough questions to do a, a nice little well-rounded episode on it. So uh, please keep leaving your comments and questions every single week. Uh, again, even if it's not specifically for that we have this episode coming up next week that we need your questions for if it's just a random question you have i'm gonna read it and i'm gonna set it aside for when we do one of these so please keep asking away from it and of course if you need any help with planning your next vacation to universal orlando we recommend using the experts at dreams unlimited travel they are 
able to help you book your vacation package or just get your park tickets, whatever you need with Universal, they are there for you to assist you in helping you plan the perfect Universal vacation. Of course, their services are free of charge. Uh, they work on commission, so when you book through Dreams, that is how they get paid. They do not they do not charge you for their services. So uh, if you, you need any further assistance, all the people there that book Universal are experts at Universal, and they can definitely help you have the best vacation so once again visit the experts over at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com to help you out with that if you need any extra information i almost i kind of blended other and extra there it was like extra if you have any extra uh, need for information then you can always head over to disunplugged.com home of our show notes page for this show and all the others on the disunplugged podcast network find links there to social media channels and more if you're watching this on youtube go ahead subscribe hit that thumbs up button if you like this video leave us comments and questions below and hit that bell button so you get notified when we have new videos and if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify wherever make sure you're subscribed and leaving us good ratings and reviews so that's going to do it for this episode of the disunplugged universal edition we'll be back with you next week for another episode of the is unplugged universal edition but until then remember uh, this cheese stands alone and we still haven't changed the name (laughs) 